Insane in the membrane. Feel you know that like song? We haven't done a sh- <laughs> Do I know that? No, Sham, I don't know that song. Insane in the membrane. That's that's like the only I think line I know of that song. What character are we doing today? I, I I need to warm up. Like I haven't used these characters in so long. Like so warm up. Throw, like throw me a character and I'll uh. Uh. <laughs> DJ Coconut Sugar hasn't been around in a while. Yeah, DJ Coconut Sugar has been inside, you know, quarantine life. You can't really surf inside. You can surf the web, but it's not the same thing at all. You you know, can't catch the waves. You can only, you know, go on the go on the web. You know, Facebook is not the same as like some gnarly wave. You know. What do you listen to uh, in quarantine, DJ Coconut Sugar? You know, some Sugar Ray, um, Jad Johnson. Um, you know, sometimes I'll just put just the sound of the ocean in my ears. Oh, the sound of the ocean. Yeah. It is the two gods in a goose show quarantine edition. We are back with the heroes that the world doesn't need. We're here for them, Sam. We're here. Well, Well, I mean, I've always been here, but you haven't. I'm pretty sure we have not done this show for a minute, so that would uh, that would mean you have not been here for the people either. Listen, I've said this on many pods before. I'm a hot commodity. Okay, I don't want to do that show today. That's just... I don't want That's to do every that. show. It is the quarantine edition. We are back. Um, just letting everyone know we don't... We, we somewhat have a plan. Would you say we... I mean, I think we generally have a plan for most shows, but I would say this one is a little less prepared than normal and normally we're maybe 50 percent prepared you feel like that's fair yeah oh, but, but honestly we were but we were prepared for how unprepared the show would be yeah i don't you don't even know what you just said so yeah so we, we're gonna we're gonna talk to vince ellis in a little bit a uh, friend of the show we have a cool i don't want to ruin the bit but the second um part of the show is a, a sham original bit um, from the makers of March Snackness, uh, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to give away. Do you want to tease the audience at all and kind of let them know? Let's just say that it has something. It it is a bracket, you know, in the you know in the interest of March Madness and. Um, <clears throat> that was great. I'm not, of, I'm not editing that out. As you, <laughs> lady, did I mute it? <laughs> no, that's how. That is classic Sam right there. He has to <laughs> cough. We have a cough button, <clears throat> and instead of coughing or hitting the cough button and <laughs> coughing he coughs then hits the cough button classic sham also i want to let everyone know we are going to keep track with a ding uh of the times that sham coughs here because we are in quarantine we are dealing with the pandemic he is making me nervous by the amount of times he's coughed so far this is all seasonal allergies okay I do not have the Rona. So you didn't want to tease. You just you're just gonna say. It's well, I was trying. I was trying to, but my body wouldn't let me. So I'm just gonna let it happen. Uh, so just like last year when we did March snackness in April, we're going to do another bracket f- about March, but in April, classic. We got to say on brand and not disappoint you guys. Uh, Sham, before we get started, as usual, plug the iTunes, Stitcher, talk about iHeart uh, and SeatGeek. Uh, run it down for the people. Yeah. So you can find us on Apple Podcast, iTunes. Uh, Stitcher as well for our Android friends. iHeartRadio, it's been our partner for over a year now. Um, and whatever device you have, you can find us there. Um, SeatGeek is our sponsor now, official sponsor. Uh, 20 bucks off your first purchase with using the promo code SHAM. Yeah, and we want to shout out SeatGeek and, and our sponsors for sticking with us during this time. As always, yep. we start the show as well with uh, 
the audience is one of the audience's favorite segments. It is called mm-hmm. "What's Sham Drinking," and I had a I played a role in picking uh, your beverage of choice tonight. Run it down. What are you drinking tonight, Sham? So I have been deciding between two beers, both local. Um, the first is Bauhaus Brewery's Lounge Wizard. It's a juicy pale ale, mm-hmm. quite juicy, if I may say. Okay. I love when you show it to the audience as if we're on television right now. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, the next one is from another uh, another brewery in Minneapolis. It's called Surly Brewing Grapefruit Supreme. It's a tart ale with grapefruit added. So this one's a little bit more like summery, like light. Uh, mm-hmm. The the juicy pale ale is a little bit more like a traditional IPA. Um, but Keith chose based on the name and chose the lounge wizards that's what i'm indulging in first but by the end of the show i'll be finishing both so fantastic so uh just to let you guys behind the curtain as we said we're kind of gonna wing this i assume everyone's kind of winging life in general right now um but we wanted to create something when sham and i spoke earlier uh this week we kind of said Mm-hmm. Hey man, we kind of need something like a safety net. If we run out of, you know, if we we kind of run out of a conversation, what can we have or what can we create that's kind of a safety net? And Sham mm-hmm. came up with the content cap. Now, do you want to kind of explain what the content cap is going to be? Yeah. So um, the content cap. So just like many like games that you would play at home or whatever, you pick something out of a hat and it's something random, and you read it out or do whatever it is, you know, like whatever the game may be. Mm-hmm. But in this case, I have six topics that we are going to discuss or we could discuss yeah. um and instead of a cap because we messed up and forgot to print it out and put it in a cap so um i am instead wearing the cap and keith will be choosing a number one through six and i'll be announcing what topic that is right so it's basically it's basically a safety net when we when we kind yeah. of run out of content or we mm-hmm. get stuck with the when we're doing the show we can kind of fall back on the content cap and that will init- that will give us some content to talk about hence the content cap name yep okay so uh i don't really know where else we can start other than we're in the middle of a pandemic right now everyone is quarantined uh not, we've never dealt with this in our lives i, I wanted to kind of throw it to you and, and we're going to be a little smart here in a minute um and i'm going to kind of take off sham's clown mask and maybe ask mm-hmm. him some questions because he is in the medical field he is all jokes aside one of the smartest people i know um i may or yeah. may not edit that out of the show because i don't want him to get gassed but i yeah. guess you know i'm just going to lob this to you as i tend to do at the beginning of shows and kind of just get your feelings about what we're living through right now man this is wild yeah i mean unprecedented times um a deadly virus is swirling around the world, being uh, you know beginning in China and made its way over here, and now is you know I think most states, if not all, have um, done some sort of stay-at-home order to limit the spread. Um, my state is one of them um, until May fourth, so like another month now. So uh, I mean, if you have it, please feel better. Um, it's it's from everything I'm hearing, it's not it's not pleasant. It's a respiratory disease, attacks your lungs, flu-like symptoms. Um, it's been taking the lives of many um, people of all ages, really, but really targeted at those over the age of 40. Mm. So um, really take care of yourself. Wash your hands. Um, I had tweeted a while back, like, you know, because a lot of people are like, oh, well, can I, like, wear gloves and go out? Or can I wear a mask and go out? Don't I have to wash my hands? I'm like, yeah, sure, but... You have to imagine that everything outside of your home... Yeah, this was a great tweet, by the way. Imagine everything outside of your home 
is covered in feces, poop, feces, excrement, whatever. Would you go and would you go and touch like uh, the knob of a door that's not inside your house, and then go and touch your face if it was covered in poop? Mm-hmm. No, right. The best way, honestly, is to just wash your hands. Yeah, I mean, I think soap and water. Yeah, I think the thing I've learned from this so far, and you know, we're we're probably just getting started with with how this is gonna go, but you know, I, I've kind of learned just all the hand washing things and 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 all the you know videos that have been out about how to wash your hands. I'm just realizing, Sham, that a lot of people are really disgusting out here. Like the 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 general cleanliness was not was kind of below average for a lot of people and and you know so i'm kind of learning that because i'm looking at this situation like why well, generally wash my hands all the time so i'm not really washing my hands more now than i was before but and then vid- see needing videos of how to wash your hands yeah so how, yeah like how celebrities dirty were we before honestly yeah i mean honestly i i would say 90 or 95 percent of people when they wash their hands do not do it correctly mm-hmm. um and now um, people are now coming to the idea that you know we have to spend at least 20 seconds getting your nails get the back of your hands in between your fingers like because if you think about it this coronavirus is is microscopic there's no way you can see with a naked eye now if you miss one spot on your hand that happens to have the coronavirus on it and you put that hand in your mouth or put it in your eyes or your nose whatever mm. you now have it even though you've technically quote-unquote washed your hands so it's really important to make sure you get um your soap all over your hands, lather up properly, get in your nails, spend at least 30 seconds or whatever. There's, Like he said, there's plenty of videos out there to help you out. Yeah, and you can, you know, they've done videos to songs, to hooks of songs. The mm-hmm. hook of a song is generally 20 to 25 seconds, so just go with the hook of a song if worst case scenario. Yep. Um, I've seen the happy birthday song. People have given all types of uh, uh, examples. Uh, on the quarantine tip, how are you dealing with quarantine? I know you and I both work from home the majority of the time. So, you know, I know we've kind of talked, this hasn't been that crazy different for you and yeah. I, but how are you handling the quarantine end of this? So work life is biz- business as usual. It d- d- does not change a single thing about my work life. Um, thankfully, I know a lot of people that, that that's not the case. A lot of people are being furloughed and laid off and lost their jobs and it's really unfortunate but i'm i'm fortunate enough to have a job where i can do it from home and i I have been doing it from home for years now in terms of personal life i've been really doing the zooms and webexes and video conferencing of your choice um been trying to get outside a little bit more it's really hard um keep your six feet away social distancing but yeah it's it's been honestly i'm a very extra extroverted person I like to be around people. I like to chat with people, be with people. Mm. And this is like killing me. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you have, I will say, and those of you that follow Sham on Instagram have seen, he has become, he, he's always been pretty good with cooking. He's always been a dude that's, that cooks consistently, but he's been, re- I feel like you've been going extra on, on the chef. I, I sent you a message the other day, yeah. like, you were really becoming like a chef during this whole thing. So this is, this mm-hmm. is something you've upped. You've upped your cooking game. It's, it's, it's been a passion of mine for a while. It's just I never had the time to, like, focus on techniques and to master, like, my knife skills or things like that. But now I do. And, like, like every millennial, it seems, that we're, I'm making bread as well. Because what else do you do in your home, you know? So yeah, and you're and um, you're being super dramatic. You're being so on brand for yourself because you'll tweet or you'll uh, you'll post on Instagram like as it's going. So you'll just post eggs. <coughs> what am I making? 
You make mm-hmm. it so dramatic and drawn out that by the end, I got to be honest with you, knowing you, by the end, by about the fourth or fifth slide of like you saying nothing, I'm like, I don't even care what he's making anymore. People stay interested. I've had a lot of people, a lot of engagement on those. Got to so. keep the engagement up, right? Of course, yeah. Content is king. Yeah, I think the thing I've learned from this, man, I, I feel like, and again, you and I both work from home, so a lot of that end that I know is a big deal for other people is not as big of a deal for us. But I got to be honest with you, Sham, I feel like I've upped my game now because I've now been put on to the Amazon Fresh, the Amazon Pantry, uh, Instacart. I've, I've The delivery I services? I wasn't doing these before. I used the Uber Eats, the DoorDash stuff, but I mean, generally, I live in Miami, so I could go, you can go out for food. There's a lot of great restaurants here, you know, so I wasn't really even using DoorDash and, and Uber Eats and stuff like that before, but now, I've learned, like, I didn't, I knew Amazon Fresh was a thing. I didn't know what it was until this quarantine, yeah. so I feel like I've gotten so much stronger, and I am the opposite of you. I don't really care for people. So the po- possibilities of me not having to leave my house again are fantastic to me. Honestly, I, I believe it's cleaner if you were to just like order like Instacart instead of like actually going to a grocery store and like walking around and potentially being in contact with somebody who has it, you know, so. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere, but I'm just saying this, <laughs> this, this can remind, this can, this is helping me. I feel like it's upping my game moving forward when eventually we do get back to normal life. To where I'm going to use some of these things, you know, because Amazon Fresh, for instance, I've been able to get anything I need. I'm stocked on everything. I have not even needed to think about going out at all since this all has has jumped off. So I feel like I yeah. this this has made me stronger, Sham. I feel like so far. Well, that's good. Well, when this all is over, um, will you still continue to use those services? I, I think I may, honestly. I you know, look, man, I I don't. I, you know, like everybody right now, even me, I don't like people. I'm still like, you know, I've turned my car on four times in the last, you know, month. That's yeah. weird. You know what I mean? I'm take, I'm finding myself on the weekends, starting my car and going for a drive. You know, like I'm, I'm. It's like prehistoric yeah. times type things. You know, um. So you know, I like the element of being able to go out to a restaurant, go to a record store, go to, you know, there's a bunch of cool places to go down here, outdoor stuff that, you know, beaches, everything. That you know, I'm missing that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I'm going to there's a I think there's a lot. There's quite a bit from this that we can take, you know, and and implement and keep in our lives, you know, after this is all over. Yeah, I mean, this is not like a hurricane that will pass. It's going to take a while for this to kind of go away. Yeah. Um and, and honestly, it it won't go away until we get a vaccine. And I want to get into that. I want to just basically kind of take the clown mask off and just kind of, you know, um give people a little bit of sham the actual, you know, guy that that is in the medical field that's incredibly intelligent that you know graduated from the university of miami in the medical field like that's just a smart smart dude um you know and and this thing this thing is just really weird on so many levels but you know there's no sports there's i mean life really has stopped man like this is just so unprecedented um you know and then just talking about when we could get back to normal you know what is the outlook for getting back to normal at this point like what what do you you know what do you kind of say to that i know you and i chatted you know off the show you know just on the phone about this but kind of just let the people know i mean what do you what do you see how do you see this playing out i think at a certain point as a society we have to just accept that this is a risk and it's out there like with any like with the flu like with the common cold like it just it's there right Mm. there's no vaccine for it yet some people will get it um but i i I think the best chance that we have as a society to tackle this 
is to give the healthcare system a chance to catch up um, in terms of personal protective equipment, ventilators, hospital beds, etc. Um, and right now, if we did not do any sort of social distancing or any sort of lockdowns or anything like that, the healthcare system would have been completely overwhelmed. It, it, it is overwhelmed as is, if you look at New York and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're doing right now is a step in the right direction. But, at, you know, in three, four months from now, two months, whenever, like, as a, as a society, we decide to open our country back up, mm-hmm. um, it's going to take uh, the healthcare system to be, to be able to take care of those sick people that do end up getting it and get them to be healthy and then ship them back out of the hospitals or whatever and back in a society. That's the key. Because mm-hmm. um, right now, m- making the decision between who gets a ventilator and who doesn't, who, who lives and who dies, that's something that should, should never be in the, in the minds of doctors that are taking care of patients. Right. So until we can confidently say that, hey, our healthcare system can handle the projected number of people that are going to end up there, then our country will remain to be closed. Um, and then, of course, when the vaccine comes out, then everything will be good as new, back to normal. Yeah, and I mean, I think from a, uh, for us, really, with our show kind of being sports-centric-ish, you know, I, I kind of label us, we're sports-ish, you know, um, no sports right now is just, you know, it's unprecedented. I mean, there, we, you know, every sport has an off-season, but everything tends to overlap, and we always have some on TV to where now there's just nothing. Like, we're literally... Yep. You know, I mean, the, I would love to see the ratings. The NBA did a 2K tournament where guys are literally sitting. It's terrible. They were sitting literally in rooms, and they had webcams on them, and they're playing 2K. And people, I guarantee you, Sham, the ratings were crazy because we are desperate. ESPN, the NBA just did a deal where they're going to do mm-hmm. a horse uh, contest, what, this this coming weekend. Also terrible. Right, yeah. but that's how desperate we are because we have nothing. So when you look and, and you, you apply kind of what you know— the other day we talked and it and it was you don't know that this is going to be full stadiums full of fans and everything oh, no, yeah. back to normal until we have a vaccine which you've said spring next summer type thing at the earliest correct? yeah best case yeah i guess my question what do what does sports look like i mean is there it has to be without fans for for a while you know with the nba do you think we do you think we see a see a conclusion to this season in the nba in your opinion i think logistically no but not because they they can't like they could fit a season in from August to to September, give them a few months off, and then start the next season up in December. Mm-hmm. Or they could just cancel the season right now and then start up on time in October. And yeah, I, and yeah. I think that's more likely than um, than like shortening two seasons or having two weird seasons as opposed to just one. So you're you're but you're of the opinion that in the fall, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm just asking. Like so in the fall, you think these that football is going to be played in empty stadiums. Potentially, yeah. Which is wild. It's just that's crazy wild. to think that's about. So crazy to even contemplate. I yeah. mean I just know even watching you know, like I am not even a big wrestling fan anymore, but even watching WWF stuff on TV. Yeah, very weird. Like it's so bizarre, man. Just, just no. There's no fans. I saw somebody on somebody on YouTube or on social media. Somebody had put uh, audience noise, and they played it off of their phone while they were watching WWE. And it was like, I gotta. They were like, we gotta have some normalcy to this because it's weird when yeah. you can hear them trash talking each other and everything else. So the thought of like football, basketball. I mean, I I said when the initially before everything got locked down. And shout out to the NBA for leading like usual on that. Um, 
but you know when they were talking about playing in empty stadiums like we'd be able to hear everything i'm like how are sensors on television going to deal with that with the nba because they lean on the crowds to you know to to keep the you know that whole thing so yeah i just think the concept of of no fans is going to be just fascinating in my opinion if they do that everybody should be mic'd up every single person should be but i think you're going to see that i mean i I don't remember which league has said it so far but they had talked about uh was it baseball i think baseball because baseball had talked about um you know micing different players up and giving that access and really that's kind of taking a page out of the the one Mm -hmm. one of the good things the xfl did where they were micing up players and giving that access to fans but the you know the concept of the nba and that's the thing you know um that's really the the tricky part because we got them you know i know the no march madness and i feel for all the college kids and stuff like that but the nba season we were literally a couple weeks away from the playoffs man and then you look at the team at the top and and you know the lakers and and their star being a guy that's now 35 years old and you go oh that window is not that wide open Mm -hmm. so to potentially cancel the season when they were in my opinion in the driver's seat for a championship that is crazy to think of man but just like everybody else they got to figure it out you know, like this is an unprecedented time for everybody in everything. You know, I agree. And and listen, man, we we can put our our trust in Adam Silver. He's a fantastic commissioner. You know, and the NBA's led as they usually do. You know, on this whole thing. So it'll be yep. interesting to see how it plays out. And you know, we've seen some positives. You know, I guess you could just say glimpses of hope at things flattening out. And you know, mm-hmm. so you know, let's hope that we can get back to sports and. You know, I'm I'm dying without sports, so this is this is really weird. So I, I just want to talk, just talk about one more thing. Yes. Um, Dr. Fauci um, is the the what is he like the director of allergy and disease, whatever. Yeah, I'm, disease. I'm control, not sure. Right, 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 right. And shout out to Dr. Yeah, whatever he is. Fantastic. Yeah, he's a brilliant guy in what is another what is an otherwise not so brilliant administration as Correct. they handle this. But Dr. Fauci is the glimmer of hope that everybody has. Um, and he he came up with a statement oh, I know, today I know or yesterday. Where you're going, I know where you're going with this. Um, saying that we should never shake hands again. Obviously, that's hand to hand contact. If somebody has coronavirus or has some sort of flu epidemic or whatever, you know, shakes hands with somebody else, they're now transferring it to the next person, and then that could potentially um, exacerbate the issue. Um, so, I think we should take it a step further, and I'll tell you exactly what I want to stop doing mm. in society. Yes. I think before we even talk, like talk about not shaking hands anymore, the one thing we need to get rid of that is the most awkward greeting in the history of greetings is that awkward cheek kiss. You know what I'm t- the one that yeah, you, know, you, you have to like yep, yep. have to like just touch touch cheeks and then make that kissy sound. I hate that. Can we stop doing that? Because first of all, I don't want to touch your cheek with my cheek. I don't know you, and to make like a kissing sound is. Maybe worse than me just actually kissing your cheek. So if if we're gonna stop greetings and stuff in the interest of public health, let's stop doing that. I'm pro all that. I'm pro never shaking hands again. I hate shaking people's hands. If I tweeted today, if literally if the handshake dies out of this quarantine, it staying inside was so worth it. If we can kill the handshake because it's absolutely not necessary, and and I'm I will be leading the charge. And we should just take a page from sports and and how they greet each other i think instead of handshakes kissy no, faces pound. whatever pound or a chest bump that's fine because you do not even touching hands i am so good with that i am good with all those things anything but a sh- uh, shaking hands i've never got it i never yep. will get it and i'm hoping that we can 
eradicate that from society. After. And, and and there's always this sort of like social battle that takes place when you shake hands. Like, oh, he had a limp handshaker. Oh, damn, he used to he, he tried to crush my hand when he shook my hand. You know, just get rid of all that. Yeah, yeah it's just so many things you have to live up to, and all just a bunch of get unnecessary of stuff yeah. to swap germs with somebody. I don't know where your hands have been. Or the person that shakes hands and holds on for like oh, a God. split second too just long. So, you know, it's so unnecessary. And and then you try to pull away, and as you pull away, now they're holding like your fingers. Yeah. And now it seems like you're giving like your hand like a princess would to like a right and, and then they also probably think oh he he has a weak handshake he or she has a weak exactly all this and then you make judgments on that person based right. on that handshake all that yeah. for no reason let's bundle all that up and just throw it out the window with this let's let's get yep. rid of it let's not do the handshakes let's dead it I'm with yep. Dr. Fauci we should not do that let's let's just dead that man so I'm glad that we're on the same page on that sham yeah, and okay. I, know I just want to get off my chest. Uh, we want to get to Vince Ellis, and we're going to have some fun on the show, but I saw you wrote one more thing as we were doing this on the show sheet, and I can already... T- I don't even know how we can give any context to this because this was <laughs> your doing. You did this. Sham is... Um, I don't even know how to explain. You're just somebody that likes... An- you're an anarchist kind of to an extent. Yeah. And you pulled a classic sham move on social media and i'll let you set it up because this was all you're doing and you wrote me in and and yeah you drug me into a mess man let i'll let you tell people about it so i was scrolling the timeline whatever and a uh, a tweet from barstool ohio state university barstool osu mm. came up and let me preface this by saying i despise barstool i despise everything they stand for i just i don't find them funny at all um, I really don't like them. But in the interest of making a point on Twitter and embarrassing Keith and catching him with his pants down, Barstow OSU had posted the top five schools for uh, most draft picks in the NFL. One was Ohio State. That was the whole point of their tweet. But within the top five, Miami ranked ahead of USC. And so I had tagged Keith. I was like, hey, you know, I did. I, I think I tagged you and did like the eye emoji or something like that. Right. Just creating chaos. or the or, you, you, yeah or the uh, it was a smiley with like the the magnifying glass yeah you're oh no it was definitely a smile that's your favorite thing when you're yeah. trying to create chaos the smiley with the magnifying glass is your yep. fa- that's your go-to emoji no question yeah I mean I I saw this man and 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 it's and I told you on on social media it's my own fault because I I know your games and a lot of times I just don't let you you try to you're like the um, yep. What's the the people at the rodeos? And I don't go to rodeos, so I'm gonna sound real ignorant on this. But the guy that like ropes and then tries to rope the bull, or rope the cowboy. That's you. You're out there just basically on social media trying to rope people in and wrangle them into your rodeo of nonsense. And I fell right into it. Right. So I see the Ohio State guy. I don't necessarily think because there's never a conversation between Miami and USC. USC far out, out. Like it's Miami is in the distant mirror behind usc so i don't i don't ever take that very seriously and i live in miami and i like to troll miami fans for this because they legit think there is the same thing or the usc and miami football programs are the same thing which that's laughable so i didn't pay attention to that i looked at the ohio state thing and i said most first round picks ever and i said well i you know this is one of the facts that i know usc has 81 and ohio state has 81 and so i corrected the bro stool ohio state guy um and then it was just all hell was sent after me and it was oh but we met since 2000 so they did and and i as i tweeted classic bro stool right there that you know they did the uh we have the most first 
round picks, names were starting with the letter R from 2007 to 2010. So, you know, they did from 2000 till now. They didn't want to talk about of all time. They wanted to cut it down into the window. Classic bro stool. But then I had basically, and, and shout out to myself because I learned a few months ago, and I don't remember if this was you doing this or who made me do this, but I learned how to block out ads that aren't from people I follow. So I didn't see any of it, but I knew that it was there. And I knew that Ohio State uh, Twitter was after me. And all yep. I, the only thing I saw from Ohio State Twitter was you. You just fanning the flames of Ohio State Twitter coming after me. All I saw was your comments, and you're just literally there. You're, you started the fire, and then yep. you just had the gas, and you just kept spraying it on it. When it, when it got a little low, you sprayed more gas on it. Yep. So I so you got burned by OSU Barstool OSU and I just sat back and watched. Classic Ohio State. I commend all you idiots for doing that on Twitter. And uh, but yeah, you wrote me into it, man. And and I I'm just thankful that I was able to have that thing where I can't see ats because I know my ats were a dumpster fire. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. So uh, that said, let's get to Vince Ellis. I know we have him on the line. Uh, we're gonna have a little fun with Vince. Uh, and in this second segment, I'm turning it over to you, Sham. And I always get nervous. You get in the driver's seat and. You know that this makes me really nervous, Sham, but you did well on March Snackness last year. This was a highlight of, of, you know, a bit that you came up with, you wrote, you hosted, and and you got rave reviews on it. So I'm cautiously doing the same thing this year. Do not let us down and screw this up, man. Yep, no problem. Two guys. Hey, Keith, this is Sham. And a goose. Uh, you up? This is the Two Gods and a Goose Show. When the la-la hits your lyrics, just put ya. Hit so hard that your hat can't fit ya. Either I'm with you or against ya. Back to the maze I sent ya. Talking to the rap inventor. I can't say that next part. Yeah, that's why I stopped. Jam <laughs> <laughs> has no idea what we're talking about right now. Oh, man. That's fantastic. Oh, to be Is that Chris Brown? Who is that? Is that Swiss Beats? Who is that? Go get your boy, man. This is your boy. Man, I'm telling you, man. Come on. Do you, Sham, do you honestly know? He has no idea. I'm my... looking at him on FaceTime <laughs> right now. He has no <laughs> idea. Get the f- Mind you, this is like literally one of the biggest artists ever in music. Like, Snoop Dogg, who is that? That's Biggie, dude. Oh, I'm back to Cali by Big. That was before I was born. Are you recording? Yeah, I'm, re- I'm recording. That was great. Please, I hit I hit record when oh, Vince okay. and I were hitting Biggie lyrics and you were confused. Wait a okay, minute, you, you got all that too? Hell Amazing. Yeah, did, That's man. good stuff. There you yes. go. Boom. Cool, cool, cool. So, Vince Ellis, director slash content producer for Platinum Equity. Show regular, um, show regular Vince Ellis. Show regular, yeah. The third, name, was your man. third time? Third time now, Vince? About third time. It usually devolves and it like uh, devolves in the fo- talking about food and stuff. But, um, yeah, I think it's the third time, I think. I, think. I just have yeah. a question, though, real quick. You're wearing pants this time, right, Vince? Because last time, you know. Yeah, last time you were in your drawers and your socks, like, twirling the, the phone cord, talking to us. See, so. I didn't say twirling the phone cord, Vince. That's, that's <laughs> shame saying that. I didn't say that. Bring it like the imagery. I think I, that's correct. I think the one time that was happening, another time I was in the airport. Yeah, oh, oh the airport. Right. No, I'm gonna tell you the bet. That was the airport conversation, Vince. That we didn't. That we didn't end up airing. Like we didn't get. We didn't. No, that's our- right. It didn't make it, it because it hit rem- the cutting room floor. That's no, right. because remember, Vince, you you had a dude that was next to you, and then halfway through it, we started. Sham and I started having you ask the dude next to you questions. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, Rick. That's right. That's right. You, y'all didn't air that stuff? Come on, no, man. We lost it. We lost the audio. No, that's all Keith's Sam's fault, yeah. <laughs> so, Vince, how are you spending your free time now? I mean, uh, uh, like, aside from writing for Platinum Equity and the Pistons, yeah, how are you? He's a new job, too, man. Let him tell you yeah. about the new job and everything. Well, um, I, um, about the new job, uh, the community uh, community involvement, their community philanthropic efforts, their business development. Uh, the first story I did was on uh, the donation that the Pistons and several of their business partners gave um, to Forgotten Harvest, uh, Southeast Michigan Food Bank. Um, and also the, the second thing I did was, and you guys all talk, saw it, where the state of Michigan has asked the Pistons that if they need to house healthcare workers. I know healthcare workers coming from all over the country. Uh, I know a lot of the healthcare workers in the Detroit area come from Canada or in Windsor and Ontario. So instead of them going back and forth uh, across the border um, and you know the restrictions they have, just housing them and sleeping them here. So, uh, but you know, it's just a worst case scenario. I don't, they haven't gotten word yet if it's going to be needed yet, but I, do, I wrote a story about that as well. So um, I just finished up a, a item on Z- Zayman International, another uh, nonprofit that deals with uh, women and children in poverty. So, um, so it, that's there's been an emphasis on that because of what we're going through right now, and obviously the need for nonprofits right now. Um, it's, it's more cute now because we got people that maybe a month ago who wouldn't envision that they need to go to a food bank or mm-hmm. uh, have the assistance of uh, some kind of economic assistance because everything was fine a month ago and then suddenly they're out of work and um, so anyway so that's kind of what I've been dealing with right now and actually I find it very rewarding because uh, one of the reasons why I decided to leave the free press is that I'm a little bored with basketball um, you know I'm, I'm a casual fan of that stuff I don't spend my time Consuming it, ex- except for uh, what I needed to do f- to do my job well. Uh, but my, I have many interests outside of basketball, and I find that the older I get, uh, my interest in basketball is less. Matter of fact, I did a podcast today with Matt Derry, the one he does for Business.com, and I told him a story uh, that I would find myself in the scrum with these players. And I would start daydreaming, thinking about things like what I'm going to eat that night or I got to pick up my dry cleaning. <laughs> and you know, I don't think it really showed up in my work, but, you know, you just wonder if there's more meaningful or, uh, ways to make a living. And that's why I decided to leave. And this was the, which was, this was perfect. Perfect, yeah, perfect job I mean, for me. The thing that I liked, though, um, and you kind of mentioning your transition from the free press to this new entity, um, the thing I liked and the thing I like about you in general is you kind of said, you know, like you just explained there, you kind of were like, you want to be passionate about what you do. And, and I love the part, and, and I, I mentioned this to Sham, but, you know, you're a storyteller and you're like, I'm still going to tell stories just in a little different way now. Or it's about something different at this point. So I, I really dug that part. Definitely. Just if you're not aware, um, Platinum Equity is Tom Gores' company. Um, who is the owner of the Pistons? Yeah. Uh, so that's the that's the connection. That's that's probably how he got to know Vince and everything through the Pistons beat and whatnot. Well, Tom didn't do the hiring. Just make sure I don't know Tom that well, even though no, sure, uh, of it, it was people up under him who decided to do this. As a matter of fact, you, one of the Vince, people. you could have name dropped the hell out of that, right? You can be like, yeah, Tom. Yeah, you could have been like, yeah, Tom. No, 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 no. I, I, I believe Tom's one of my DMs. 
<laughs> full, full, <laughs> full disclosure. Uh, now, obviously, Tom, he knew about it, <laughs> what was happening, and he could have obviously stopped it if he wanted to. All right, so Sham, do you want to move on to the tournament here? What do you want to do as far? What do you want to do? You're not gonna talk I, basketball? I cool, cool. Got right to basketball on me and everything. We're not. No, this is not. Yeah, this is not the. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, this is ad- okay. So. <laughs> we have two things, Vince, and I'll, and I'll let you decide which you want to do first. So the first thing is because we've been away from the podcast for a while, Keith and I have been really struggling to come up with content. Come so, on, you're, you're slack. <laughs> you're slack. Come on. You guys I, yeah, are like, I know, not I know. working hard at this, man. Come on, man. You got to be creative, man. I will say it's more Keith than me. Like I've been pumping out content you know, on a daily basis, but it's just there's no medium for me to like you know, provide that content. So right. I uh, we came up with the idea of having a content cap. So you reach into the cap and pull out a topic or a question, and so then this, three of us ooh, are going to talk. No, this this sounds like I'm, I'm gonna this tell sounds you the amazing. This sounds no, fun. I'm going to tell you the truth. This was what we created the content cap because we were like, look, there's no sports right now. There's we're in the middle of a pandemic. Everyone is like, we're kind of all just taking it day by day. So I was like, look, man, if we don't, if we run out of things to do, let's have a content cap, which could be various topics or whatever. We haven't needed it thus far on on the show, but I can tell Sham wants to get to this because. He came up with the questions, so he's really trying to push this out. So yeah. we're not running out of content with you right now. You're somebody that can talk. We can have conversations. Yeah. But he's forcing this in here because he wants to get this. Yeah. He wants this part to make the show because he created it. That's really what's happening right now. Okay, yeah, so and- this is basically a time for Sham to shine. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, no, like, it could be you too. It, it just depends the on the answer. The show is Sham wanting hijacking it to shine. That's what. That's the whole gimmick we do here. Let's be honest. <laughs> Oh god! So go ahead, Sham. Like hijack it. We're so, not struggling. So, but let's just force it down their throats. Go ahead. So I will be honest here. I forgot to print out the topics this and cut guy. them up and put them in my hat. <laughs> come so, on, man. Vince, so, come on, man. So in the in the so it's it's all illusion of the mind, right? Vince, pick a number one through six. So there are six different topics, six different questions. Pick a number one through six, and I will read off that question, and the three of us will go around the table and answer it. Let's go with one. Are you familiar with the JD? Power and Associates Award? Uh, no. I don't know anything about what you're saying. Get me up up to speed on it. So it's this award that virtually every company has. Like, if you Google it and look, every company has this award. Oh, we won three J.D. Power and Associates Award. If if you listen to commercials, like, really keenly, you'll, you'll hear them tout this. So I was just wondering, who's giving these out, and does everyone get one? This, this is a terrible question now because you guys don't know what it is. Amazingly, so far, let me tell you. Oh my Fantastic. God! Okay, I just I did I went Google. Who's giving out the JD Power Awards? That's the question. Yeah. How do you earn one? Because we should. Okay. I mean, our our show should get one. If we entertain this right here, it's basically like the kid crying, and we just keep entertaining him so he continues to cry. This segment is this this thing he tried to force in the show right here has already fallen on his face. If you at, if you take it seriously, <laughs> okay, choose just, another number. We're in. Choose another number. Did I screw up by picking number one? I, no, no, no. I think the Choose another thing one. Is we could have picked what we could have picked any number. And it's going to be terrible. Pick a number then. Pick four, a number then. Four. You four. four. Okay, okay, let's talk about let's talk about the Michael Jordan documentary. Why did you not start with that one? You should have said because that was four. Whatever that was one, four. it should have been the Michael one. Jordan. I don't even know what you're doing on question one right there. Hey, hey, you know what? I have looked up JD Power. You know, he was like a guy. You know what? JD Power. The headquarters are in Troy. Did you guys know that? Vince. It's a, that's why I asked it. It's a Detroit-themed question. encouraging him, man. It's, the founder is J.D. Power, who yep. was 
who founded it in 1968. I can literally hear people turning off the podcast right now. I can literally hear the buttons <laughs> on oh, their phones. Oh, they're laughing. Yeah, how stupid this is. Jesus, Sham. Like, can we move okay, on, I, man? This is, this is, listen, this it's is random, right? right? Vince chose no, one. it's terrible. That's, not it's random. not my it's fault, terrible. really. Honestly, number six is a really, really good question. Oh, my God. Number six. Okay, are you familiar with the Hamburglar? Oh, Jesus yes, Christ. I am. Was the ham- so was the Hamburglar a thief of hamburgers or hams? Because if it was, ha- if it's the Hamburglar, really it should be ham- this stealing hams, right? <laughs> now, I, gotta, I gotta lean into Keith on this one here. But it was in a McDonald's commercial. He was stealing hamburgers, dude. This is not but a question. Be, but he should be the Hamburger Burglar, right? Because he's dude, stealing hamburgers. He literally, Sham literally took time and I'm asking this question. What what are you doing in Minneapolis you in your doing, Minneapolis Jim? apartment? What are you doing with your time? Thinking about the existential questions in life. Terrible. All right, so existential. I like that word. I'm not going <laughs> to cut any of this out, Vince. Stop encouraging him because you're halfway okay. stopping this, and you're also encouraging him. So can we I'm, talk about them like a Jordan documentary? I'm going to, we're all excited yes. for it. We're let's talk about that. No, Vince wants to talk. Let's let's talk about the Michael Jordan documentary. You're okay, so more, Vince. Uh, Keith is a is a Bulls fan. That's why. Vince, we have to stop him. He's what he's doing right here is he's trying to create anarchy. He's literally throwing. <laughs> this is what he Vince, You know him. This is what he does. He's leaning. I'm watching him on Facetime right now. He's leaning back in his chair because he's basically just starting a little grass fire and then he's throwing gas on it. That's what he's doing right now. All right, so I'm going to take. Take back control of the show. Okay, Keith. And I'm going to say, last year we did March Snacktus with you, Vince. You remember, we did we did the brackets, you know, for March Madness, and, and we talked about food and whatever. Well, Sham created, because he got a lot of good feedback. I just want to let the people know as well, and for you, Vince, as well. He's on FaceTime right now. He just took his shoes off on FaceTime, and he put his bare feet on the fa- on the table, on the desk where his mic is. So I'm near vomit right now because his bare feet are up on the, up on the table. So he Thank did God I can't see this. Yeah, he you're very you're you are so lucky you cannot see what's going on with this guy right now. Listen, I'm just comfortable in my own home. <laughs> he is so he did March Snack this last year. He did a good job, so I stupidly gave him the, the controls again <laughs> to do another um, tournament this year. So he has written this tournament. I don't know much about this Vince, but so you and I are gonna learn how this goes and based on what he just did with the content cap. This is probably going to be an absolute dumpster fire, but I'm going to turn this over to Sham again, and we are going. To, what are we going to do this year for our tournament? What is going to be our tournament for 2020, Sham? So Vince, are you familiar with the Netflix show Tiger King? I'm familiar with it. Yes. So when you hear the words Tiger King, you think, Wow, who is the king of tigers, right? <laughs> or who is the is the tiger the king, right? So. That kind of spun off. I, was, I had, a, had a few beers, and I was like, okay, I'm going to take that and make that into a tournament. So I came up with a 16-team single elimination tournament, tournament of animals in the animal kingdom, and imagine that these animals are in a cage match. So each two animals will go in the cage, and only one will emerge victorious. Following? Is Peter gonna call you up after this, Mad? Are you going to put animals against each other here? Is this what? Yes. And if it was a so, cage match. So, so I, I'm I'm gonna so I've seated the animals, um, and given different um brat like different regions. So there's a jungle region, a desert region, a mountain region, and an Africa region. Okay. Um. So there's four animals in each region, and they're gonna go head to head. And at the end of it, we're gonna come up with one animal that reigns supreme over all of them that would win in a cage match. With that said, hang on, get my audio. As usual, his computer's not working. 
Did you come up with a name for the segment? Like, does the segment have a name? The Animal King. Now, now awkwardly turn off the music because you, you're playing this in your house. Go ahead. So we're going to go around the table and we're going to select who's going to win and why. I'm going to read off a little tale of the tape of each animal um, during each matchup so that we have something to go off of. Ready? We're ready. Go for it. The number one seed in the jungle region faces off against the number four seed in the jungle region. The tiger, number one seed, star of the hit Netflix show. The tiger grows to lengths of nine plus feet in length and weighs up to 670 pounds, earning it the title of the largest cat in the world. Okay. Versus the anaconda, the deadliest snake in the jungle, that green anaconda stretches out over 30 feet long, 12 inches in diameter, and weighs a massive 550 pounds. Um, it lives on both land and water, and if it gets you in its grip, it squeezes at a um, force of 9,000 pounds per square inch. Um, still not as big of a snake as Kevin Durant. Okay, so I'm going to start this one, and I'm going to go with the snake, because I just think if the snake... All he has to do, realistically, is get the tiger in his in his clutches, basically, right? So I'm just going to rock with the snake. Now, I might be wrong on this one, but... I think the tiger um, is just too much to handle. I think with the claws and the teeth, I think it'll pierce the, the skin of the anaconda. And I don't think it'll get a chance to get it in its grip. By the time a tiger put its uh, mouth or jaw grip on a anaconda, I think it's a wrap. So you know, cause I I don't cause I think the ana the tiger is quicker than anaconda. Um, yep. So and I would think I'll, I'm going with the tiger. I I think the tiger would take. Tiger takes it, it, man. Tiger takes it. So now we have the two seed uh, crocodile versus the three seed silverback gorilla. The crocodile, 23 feet in length, weighs 2,200 pounds and sports the highest bite force of any animal in this region at 350,000 pounds per square inch. Um, can live in land and water and moves to speeds of 18 miles per hour. The silverback gorilla, standing at 6 feet tall and a wingspan of nearly 9 feet. Uh, the silverback gorilla is the largest gorilla species in the world, can lift 2,000 pounds and move at speeds of 25 miles per hour, and silverbacks have the ability to use tools um, at their disposal and help them gain an edge on the competition. I think this is easy. This is the silverback. I, I think with the ability to use tools and have opposable thumbs, I think that it can handle a crocodile i mean if steve Irwin can do it a silverback gorilla can do it i'm going yep. with the crocodile just because they're in the alligator area and i'm terrified of those things so that's what i'm just gonna plead innocent or ignorance on this one and rock with the crocodile vince you know that's a tough one um i think i'm gonna roll with the um i'm gonna roll the croc all right the crocodile moves on so um we have the tiger versus the crocodile next tiger tiger fast okay. because i agree i, I think tiger just destroys the the crocodile. Well, the tiger is one of the most baddest ass animals on the f planet, so it's just a bad. That's true. So the winner of your jungle region is the tiger. So I guess the tiger is king. <laughs> Let's move to the desert region. In the desert region, the number one seed viper faces off against the scorpion. The viper, a minuscule 35 inches, are responsible for the most human deaths of any snake in the world combined. The viper can strike quickly and often, killing a human man in 10 minutes while striking him multiple times. Scorpion, only 3 inches long, can kill a small child or elderly human being and moves quickly and strikes at night. 
And then Scorpion is also has a, has that hard shell on the outside too. So I'm gonna roll with the uh, Viper. I'm gonna also go with the Viper and just make it a win for the Viper. Uh, I don't really know what I'm talking about with either one of these things right now, so I'm just gonna rock with Vince. It's a clean sweep. I think the Scorpion is like pretty much like a, a bitch ass animal. Like I, I don't think you really can do anything. It can only kill a small child or an elderly human being. It cannot kill an average sized. Uh, 26 year old man like me but could it kill a, a, a snake though it, but if that viper pops that scorpion with the bite in the same well, way that's a, also if dead. he gets his mouth on the on the scorpion it's a wrap i can't believe this show has literally become animal planets you know what i don't know if people are turning off this podcast they, turn, this, they turned it off all long time when they, <laughs> no, i think people are turning it on the actually. content cap killed half the audience we lost half the audience with, the, with sham's terrible and content. you know what the thing Listen, about it, we, started, my... we started we started so strong with the biggie lyrics and everything <laughs> yep. and this is what we're going at it's going Vince, with man Vince, let's listen tell the truth. we started really strong and then sham just demolished took a torpedo <laughs> <laughs> y'all just don't agree with my hamburger hamburger the theory that, that, I, you're just just stop just please so uh the next one is an interesting matchup actually the two seed wild dogs goes again goes up against uh the number three seed ostrich i don't have to f- up a wild dog oh wait, but it's more than it's moving packs of 10 or more Oh wait! You're talking about there's more than one. There's like a bunch of them. Just, well, they don't. They don't ever stay individual. They always are, are in a pack. He's literally moving the goalpost as he's so. It's yeah. so you face the pack of ten. I still think an ostrich would bitch slap all of them. Well, the ostrich, nine feet tall, weighs three hundred and thirty pounds, sports claws on its feet that it uses to disembowel its prey. It can run 45 the, miles per hour. 40. The first dog would get f***ed up and the rest of them would bounce. Yep, I'm going with yep. <laughs> Alright, so we have the Viper versus the Ostrich in the finals. So I'm going, I think I'm going the, Ostrich. I'm, let me ostrich, hijack it. Ostrich, ostrich. ostrich stops the hell out of that yep. Viper. Yep. <laughs> I agree. So, next region. We have the Mountain region. So, the first seed, Mountain Lion, face off against a Bobcat. Uh, the Mountain Lion can grow up to 9 feet in length, 200 pounds can climb steep terrains, trees, whatever else may stand in its path. Uh, Bobcat, smaller, nocturnal, uh, but it's completely silent when it moves. It has two-inch-long teeth and claws. I'm going to go mountain lion. I think, I think it's just a behemoth that you can't really... Uh, that, that 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 bobcat is like no bigger than like Finn. I'm gonna agree just on a size thing. I'm gonna go size on this just because you know they're both cats, but one is a lot bigger than the other. So I'm gonna rock with that, Vince. Okay. Mountain lion, clean sweep. Next one is owl versus a bear. What kind of bear? It's a grizzly bear. A grizzly bear, easy grizzly bear. Easy. Hang on, hang on, hang on. But go ahead, tell me to tell Vince, the tape. You gotta let him. He's he's the owl. He's gonna move the goalposts again. The owl is the only. The owl is the only animal in this entire tournament that has an aerial attack. Um, can grow to lengths of two feet with a wingspan of seven feet. Um, it has big. talons. Birds. It has, t- yeah, it has talons that can grip to 500 uh, pounds per square inch, which is the equivalent of a bite of a large dog. Okay, I'm gonna take this one first, and I'm gonna propose a question to you guys. So right. the concept of this, if you're the owl, guys, would be what you're gonna attack the head, right? Is are you just gonna try to take them out? Because the talons, no question, can create an issue for the bear. But yeah, that's basically what the thought process would be, right? My thought process is this, okay? Grizzly, okay, so the owls only hope is kind of like this bob and weave, dive bomb, fly away, bob bomb, fly away thing. 
right. the moment the grizzly bear gets it, hits it, it's done. It's a wrap. Because right. the bear, like, the bear is six feet tall, six plus feet tall, eight, eight, eight hundred uh, pounds, can grizzly, swim and climb. I would say like the bear would look, see where the owl's flying from, and would meet its attack when it swooped down again, and it would be a wrap with that paw hit. If the Boom. bear gets a hand, gets a paw on the owl, it's over. So the owl just literally has to figure out. He gets about one shot, right? Maybe a couple, but he has to be smart about it. I don't think. See, I don't think he'll take him out in one shot, though. That I agree with Vince. I don't think he takes him out in one shot. So I don't no, and, know how and the owl has a shot at winning. Then. The only chance the owl has is by going straight for the eyes right away on the first attack. So, so where are we I'm going also, on this, guys. I don't know where we're going on this. I'm, I think bear. Bear versus mountain lion for the next one. Oh, bear. Bear, yeah, bear. Yeah, easy. I think bear is an easy win yeah, there. Easy win. Yeah. So moving on to the Africa region, the number one seed lion, measuring four feet long, 420 pounds, the self-proclaimed king of the animal world, sports a top speed of 50 miles per hour. The elephant is his, is his opponent. Elephants can be 10 feet tall, weigh up to eight tons, which is still less than me during this quarantine, um, and has frequent <laughs> bouts of rage and kills an average of 500 people per year. Elephant. Same. Elephant. I'm not sure if the lion can pierce the elephant's skin. No, it's a, it's literally a size game right here. So the number two seed cheetah faces off against the number three seed hippo. The cheetah oh, reaches God. top speeds of nearly 60 miles per hour in the open field, sports fangs, and, and can climb trees to capture its prey. It is by far the fastest competitor in this competition. So the hippo can open its mouth to 180 degrees and bite with a force of 2,000 pounds per square inch. Um, stands at a short five feet tall, but weighs a portly three thousand three hundred pounds. I think I'm going with the hippo. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely rocking with the hippo. This is the one thing I do know from my minor watching of Animal Planet that the hippo. You think as your kids growing up that oh hippo cute you have the games with hippos and whatever, but hippos are really like super violent, super. Like that's that's one animal you do not want to get into it with. Yep. And so I am rocking with the hippo on this one easily. I don't know that have you seen the videos? this tournament can take out the hippo. I'm going to spoiler ahead. I don't know that I'm going to vote for anybody over a hippo. Have you seen the videos of the hippo like eating a watermelon whole? Yes, I have. It's terrifying. Like, you just throw it in its mouth and it's just gone. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Anything to eat, so, eat a watermelon whole, I think, would take out a, ch- a cheetah. Yeah, I don't want any Yeah, I mean, you could eat a cheetah whole for... Right, you know. fact. This one's going to be good. So this is the battle of the heavyweights in the Africa region. The elephant versus the hippo. I'm going with the elephant. I mean, they know there are very few things to get F with an elephant. But a hippo could be one of those things, right? It's, it could it, be it's one not, of those things, though. It, it, hippo can stand its ground. It has a bite force that's way, way, what way stronger the, what than. What is the weight difference? Can you refresh our memory, Sham, on these? What is the weight? So the elephant is eight tons, um, and the hippo is three thousand three hundred pounds. I think of those big ass elephant feet, and I'm like, nah, man. Like they're humongous. I'm. I think I'm. I'm with Vince on this one. I'm going elephant. But I think if the hippo were to get a bite of the elephant, that's game over. I'm gonna go elephant for this one. Or sorry, hippo for this one. Hippos are like really uh, violent, aggressive, but an elephant is just too big. No, I agree with Vince. That's why I went with you on this one, Vince, because I think that the size is just that's too much size to deal with, man. I agree with Sham in the sense that the hippo might be able to get him, give him something, because just you know, hippos are are a nightmare, but. That size thing, man, I'm rocking with the elephant just based off the size. So um, we have our final four. Tiger, winner of the jungle region. Ostrich, winner of the desert region. Bear, winner of the mountain region. And then elephant, winner of the Africa region. Final four. Yep, so we have um, a tiger versus an ostrich. Go ahead, Vince. Tiger. 
Tiger, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm See, I'm going to go with Ostrich only because I think it can keep the tiger at bay with its clawed, like, clawed feet. You know, and I think if the tiger comes close, he throws his feet at him and it's you know rips him to shreds. I was gonna go tiger with Vince, but you just made you just you just brought a good point up, Sham, and I hate complimenting you in any way, but yeah, the tigers. You're welcome. All right, tigers in the finals, uh, and a bear versus an elephant. Elephant, man. Elephant, elephant. We just established elephants are going to be hard to beat in this tournament. Elephant's going to be the champion of this yeah. bad boy. So elephant wins our <laughs> Animal King tournament. You know what? I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a give Sam one little piece of credit, Keith. You know, people Vince, are cooped come up. On, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Listen, okay. listen to me. Hear me out, hear me out. Okay. People are so cooped up and dying for some content, they might even listen to this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> And a goose? Wait, uh, a goose? Is this right? This is the Two Gods and a Goose Show. All right, you know how we end each and every show. This is my dad's favorite segment. It's called Ask Sham. Hashtag Ask Sham on Twitter. You guys did a terrible uh, job of giving us Ask Sham questions for this uh, episode. Spoiler alert. But, uh, Sham, are you ready for Ask Sham? Let's f***ing do it. Yes, ma'am. It's time for Ask Sham. Question number one. If you had to choose between leftovers or fresh food, which would you choose and why? Also, what is the best food to eat as leftovers and how do you heat your leftovers up, Sham? I will always choose fresh food unless there's leftovers available. Asian food, best leftover meals there is. It doesn't matter what kind of Asian, Chinese, Japanese, Indian. It's all better the next day. Uh, what is your favorite part of quarantine so far, Sham? Endless amounts of time for masturbation. How excited are you about the virtual NFL draft coming up? As excited about the NFL draft as I am about the virtual NBA draft. Are you going to watch Shaq's new TV show, Sham? No. At Hooperfan1 asked, is it a bad thing if the Pistons don't play another game this season? I'm going to take this one. No, that would be a great thing if they never played. And in fact, it's it's not a bad thing that Pistons don't play another game ever. Uh, would you support a Two Gods and a Goose spinoff show with my dad and our friend Joe Nardone? Only if I'm the host. Uh, the New York Giants left OBJ's name off a poll of their franchise's best receivers. Is that petty, Sham? It was completely petty. They have have a receiver in their history who shot himself in the foot. Give OBJ the nod. How will Tom Brady do in Tampa next year, Sham? The same as I'm going to do in Tampa next year. Uh, what did you think of our animal tournament? Big success. Credit to the guy who came up with it. Who has been your favorite IG DJ to watch during quarantine, Sham? Uh, this guy named Blaze. He's been really tearing it up lately. Uh, he gave a little, a little bit of performance uh, right before this pod, listening to it earlier. So very, very happy to hear him. That is Ask Sham. Hashtag Ask Sham on Twitter. You guys did a terrible job at giving us Ask Sham for this. Uh, do better next time. That is the episode sham uh thank you to our friend vince ellis thank you to everyone that still has the episode on right now after we went through that nonsense sham what did you think of today's show whether it's good or bad you're gonna have nothing else to listen to so enjoy it